This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, B.J. Thompson, and licensed therapist, John J.P. Parker, are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with BJ and JP. Hello, everybody. I'm John Parker. And this is BJ Thompson. And this is the Build a Better Us podcast. Um, today, we're talking about a little current controversy. Ugh. You know what I'm talking about? Just a, you know, I, I suggested titling this, I like my curry mild, but apparently BJ doesn't eat curry. And so it didn't, it, it wasn't funny. I do eat curry, bro. I mean, but I'm JP. saying. <laughs> what? What? I'm just saying. I do eat curry, bro. Go curry, ahead. you Don't either get it, you get it bland, or you get it mild, or you get it spicy. You know what I'm saying? So Mild. Yeah, you know I'm saying. So this curry, she got a little spicy. You know what I'm saying? Maybe put her foot in the mouth. I don't know. Depends on who you ask. And so I was just saying I like my curry spicy. But either way it goes, there is a curry controversy. And we thank her. We thank Miss Aisha Curry for her bravery or whatever you want to call it. And because she's given us fuel for our fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She, she gives us something to talk about. So I appreciate her honesty. But anyway, BJ, you tell me what's happening right now. Yeah, I, I think by way of illustration, <clears throat> it reminds me of high school. Okay. Mm. You know, everything go back to high school and middle school. And so make sure you take care of your kids in high school and middle school because they're going to have a lot of stories from it. But I remember uh, a good friend um, who I knew was very interested in this young lady. And every day he would flirt with her. Now, again, she was very attractive and he really, 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 really wanted to be with her. I'm talking about like thirsting after mm. her. So this okay? isn't you, what you're trying to, you, this isn't no, you. No, no, this ain't me. Okay, okay. Not me. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I got my situations. I would have said me. Uh, okay. I got, listen, I would have told you it was me if it all was right. me. Right? All right. I've got all right. enough. I believe you. Hey, little bishop. The bishop, <laughs> oh, listen. Huh? <laughs> I need you to back up on me right now. I need you to back up on me right now. Just let me finish this story. Let you me finish it. my story, okay? I'll put my mic on me. And so, yo, and so, yo, listen, so every day he would come to class, he would flirt with her, and, you know, I won't, I won't say the names, but she would deny his attention and affection every mm-hmm. single day. Mm. So one day he comes into class and he's about to go back through the bit, like, you know, start pursuing her affection, attention, and then she deny. Mm-hmm. And then one day he walks in, he says, she, she leans over to touch him, he says, don't touch me. You're ugly. Now listen to this. This is crazy. <laughs> this, this is, is crazy. School. This is funny. Bro. This is high school. This is <laughs> high school. Good. This is fifth period. That's good. <laughs> this woman is highly attractive. Uh-huh. I'm talking highly attractive. Mm-hmm. My friend decides one day he's done with it. He no longer wants to show her attention. All right. Right? Mm-hmm. So he's he flips the script. He says, Man, get off me. Don't touch me. I don't like. And at first, you know, it was kind of comical. She laughed at it, wasn't paying no attention to it. 
And then she realized over a period of days, oh no, he was serious, that something had changed, right? Mm -hmm. This woman had went from completely shunning all of his attention to him saying at a definitive point, you know, you're not attractive, I don't want you, stay away from me, to being completely in love with him. Oh, gosh. This really this this happened in real life. That right? sounds about right, though. It sounds about right. And here's what I realized in that moment: though she did not initially accept the attention, she deep down wanted that attention. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what I see in that this growing, brewing. You know, we say growing and brewing because. In social media time, a controversy is only, what, 48 hours? Right, right. <laughs> 24 hours. It's a wrap. Right? hmm Situation with Aisha Kerr. JP, explain to the people who may not be familiar with the situation um, what occurred, and, and then let's let's start talking about our Curry moments. All right? That's what I'm going to call them, Curry moments. Go <laughs> oh, ahead. Light, our Curry moments. That was sweet of you. I'm sick, bro. That's what I do, bro. Yeah, That's yeah. what I do. Go ahead. I hear that. Um, so for those of you that are from unfamiliar with professional basketball or do not like the Golden State Warriors, there is a gentleman by the name of <laughs> Stephen Curry that is married to one Aisha Curry. They have three children. Aisha Curry has built a brand for herself. No, they have three? I thought they had one child. <laughs> bro, Who does I'm like not, the deuces? I'm not even. Bro, uh, bro I literally thought they had one child. Like with the, the, right. Those are deuces up to All the right. daddy. All right. All they have right. three children. Yep. There's three. Um, wow. Just had an wow. recently that makes the third. So, all right. I, you know, I, you know what? I'm going to let you slide on that one. So, uh, <laughs> three children involved in this matrimony. As of today, uh, or yesterday, actually, she was on the, was it Red Table podcast? Um, it's a Red Table. Red Table, yep. I don't think they call it a podcast, but the show with Jada Pinkett and Willow Smith and uh, Jada Pinkett's mama. And Aisha was on there with her future sister-in-law and I think uh, somebody else. So Aisha Curry uh, begins to talk about her being uncomfortable with uh, all of these uh, groupies. Yeah, groupies. I was going to say attention seekers, but groupies um, that seem to throw themselves at her husband. And meanwhile, she's got none. Um, And so for some reason in her mind, not having any groupies is a problem that uh, decreases her (laughs) self-esteem. And she went out. Yeah, we have a moment. I was like, what's, what's the fuck you right there? You said her not having groupies is affecting her self-esteem. Yes. Carry on, JP. Go ahead. Carry on. Carry right. on. And this is an unbi- unbiased, balanced <laughs> podcast. All right. So, again, her lack of attention is creating okay. low self-esteem. And okay. she decided to uh, have the conversation with the ladies and say, like, hey, man. She wants to be, you know, uh, eyeballed. Um, she would like some attention, and it would make her feel as if she was pretty and beautiful if someone would pay her attention, even mm. slightly as much as they pay her husband. So she would like groupies. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what What do you think makes this a controversy? Because, you know, we, we're talking about it because it keeps coming up. From your vantage point, why is this such a delicate, nuanced conversation? Well, mainly it's because Aisha has been in the news often for being like this uh, sweet, pure Christian woman who loves her husband and loves her family and dresses modestly. Um, But she uh, keeps a certain appearance of being like the girl next door. You know what I mean? And she's not a very sexual being. She doesn't 
bounce around her Instagram pages in bikinis. Um, and so hearing someone like this say that she craves male attention to whatever extent she said it, I think catches everyone off guard and it gives room for the ahas and I told you so's and the naysayers. You'd be like, see, she ain't all that. See, she ain't miss holier than now. See, she out here uh, uh, thirst trapping and begging for attention. And so I think that's the underlying. You have a lot of the people, the they, that want to see you fail, the they that don't want they, you. They, in the words of DJ Khaled, they want to see you fail. Right? Go ahead. And so I think that a lot of it stems from that. The other piece is you have this, um, I don't know, you know, the outrage culture as we talked about on our show. Um, but basically you have people that are on these outlying fences of, hey, had her husband said this, he would have been all kind of dogs, have been in a doghouse, and he'd have been wrong, right? Um, mm. sh- should she have said this on air? Is this a conversation she should have had, in, you know, with her friends or her mom or somebody else in private? Should she be this vulnerable? Should she be this transparent? Um, is she out here thirst trapping? You know what I mean? So there's a lot of angles that people are taking and really just running with it. You know what I mean? If that, if that, if that answers your question successfully, if I've, uh, you know. Give no, me what it's, it, it's so many angles to it. I, I think, you know, a couple of years ago, she mentioned something online about, you know, women being half dressed. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think just putting it in context, you know, we're talking about, a, you know, women are finding themselves, being liberated, communicating and expressing themselves, you know, not just with voice, with, with how they dress and how they, and just unashamedly saying like, this is my appetite. This is what I want. This is what I am. And I think her communicating that years ago really just kind of rubbed people the wrong way. And I'm not saying it's wrong or right, but she communicated it out loud. Yeah. That, you know, people being half-dressed was not appropriate. So, again, which in the culture of basketball, if anybody knows about sports and knows how it is, there is a level of like, there's a materialism, but there's like there's an objectification um, that can easily take place where people, you know, we call it basketball wives. That's, there's a whole show called Basketball Wives. There is a show. And they're all. That's it is. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, drink, get into fights on a show. <laughs> but Throw drinks in their faces, all that good or stuff. Dr- throw a drink in your face, splash a drink in your face. But essentially the show is about these overly manicured symbol model-ish, you know, kind of ladies who are married to these high-profile players, right? Like they're either girlfriends or they're actual wives. So that's that's the thing that that should tell you something that in basketball wives, they had to bring the girlfriends, right? And that's because basketball wives could just be a girlfriend with a lot of access to an individual. So when she said it, I think it triggered a lot of like, you know, respectability politics, uh, uh, the way she talked about sexuality felt as if she was not in um, an advocate of females showing themselves to gain attention. So I think part of the reason why this conversation caught such a flame was when she revealed vulnerably, and I don't think it was intentionally, mm-hmm. I think she vulnerably said, you know, we, there's a meme with, you know, Steph, when there was a meet with, a, with one of those young women was at a basketball game. Yep. And, you know, he had to look away, which, again, that's a conviction and value. He had to look away from that 
she, in so many ways, said, why don't I have that? And I think that's what <laughs> Wait, set the world. She said it in so many ways. I think she said it very directly, but it's okay. She Go ahead. Did, but she did, though. No, no, she did. And I think that's what set the controversy. So in my mind, what makes it controversial, and I talk about my Curry moments, is that people are torn with two things. They're torn with the, the fact that there's a lot of truth to that, that a person who is married has given themselves to monogamy and one, you know, specific convictions in life, yo, they're, they're not open on the market. They're off the market. Like, bro, I've been married for 17 years. I'm off the market. Right? Yes. At 17 years, know what, you're off the market. That's yes. what I'm saying. I'm literally like, I never thought I'd be saying this. Yeah. I never thought I'd be saying like, I'm off the market, like completely off the market. And then on the other hand, I think the issue is People are frustrated because they ask themselves, now, wait, if you despise that attention, why are you now saying that you desire that attention, right? And Mm -hmm. so I think that's what makes it controversial is that the culture is both trying to discover what does it mean to be a woman with liberty and with freedom, but also what does it mean to be a woman with responsibility, three kids and a wife, and not to mention one of the number one athletes in the world. Yeah. Right? Like, are you grateful? Are you saying he doesn't give you enough attention? And so I think that's what makes this whole thing, this this curry soup, so hot. Yeah. Is that no one can say definitively she's wrong, nor is she right. And I think we all kind of bring our biases into this conversation that will create, like, even more dialogue given where we are. This episode is brought to you in part by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, which prepares Christian women for leadership. At Bow, we believe that every woman is a leader because she influences someone. So whom do you influence? Do you mentor a woman, serve in the workplace, or do you lead a small group, teach the Bible, or even lead an entire ministry? No matter who or how many you influence, our free online resources will help equip you. Our videos, podcast episodes, and articles from experienced women leaders will encourage you and perfect your leadership skills. They offer wisdom for dealing with ministry pitfalls, current biblical issues, health for your own soul, and insights for shepherding others well. In addition, Bow offers Bible studies designed to connect women of multiple generations. They provide a challenge to both women new to the Bible and those wanting to dig deeper. Be our guest and browse all of our free resources and low-cost Bible studies at beyondordinarywomen.org. When was some time maybe you had some curry soup? <laughs> Talk to us about your curry moments, uh, curry soup moments. Go ahead. Maybe well, wanted some attention and yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my my biggest, and this is, I don't even know if this even is relevant, but it just, it's just, you know, it's 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 always healing to be honest, right? So the the biggest thing for me was my freshman year of college. Mind you, I was 17 years old. So I don't know if that matters, but I'm 17 years old. My frontal lobe is still developing. You know, it's right. the frontal lobe is a part of your brain that tells you good idea, bad idea. Look at the past. That wasn't good or that worked. Hey, let's think about how this is going to affect your future while living in the present frontal lobe. So good. I decided to wear some some rain pants, you know, some clear <laughs> rain pants. Have you ever seen the, the rain pants that go over your jeans and it's like, a you know, the rain? No. Never, never. I've never seen them. I never. You mean like the plastic plants? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, go ahead. But it's I don't not. Know what it's you're not. 
you know what a raincoat is, right? Like the real. I like know what the, a raincoat, not in the rain pants. So you know, you ever seen the, the whole yellow outfit? So somebody has the red, the yellow jacket, right? Like the That's bus driver it. joint, like you would like a bus driver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like you a crosswalk guard, like a crossing right. guard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you try to blame me or what, but I feel like if you're listening and you've seen those, you like a cross guard, JP. Listen, you've been yeah, at the yeah, dock. Yeah. You sold, you sold rentals. You sold rentals. It's a lot of things. You're the cross guard, basically, with a plastic uniform. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what it's like in Texas, but it, it rains a lot in California, and sometimes people wear. Go ahead. Especially if you ride Was it a like motorcycle. the joint? Was it like Jodeci? Was it like the Ray J yeah. doing one wish in the rain? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of funnies coming from your side of the, the room right now. I don't. Uh, I cannot tell my story. I'm, I'm waiting on you. Go, go, JP, go, Mr. Thompson. If go. you have something funny to say, no, to say go, it no, no, go. Share it with everyone. <laughs> no, go, 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 go. So basically, you had a rain pants, and what happened? What happened to your curry moment? Oh. I had rain pants on, but they were clear. So I decided that I was going to wear them with no pants underneath. I was going to Ugh, wear the no draws draws. And pants. No, come on. I was going to wear my drawers and the rain pants. It was raining outside. I was going to wear drawers and my rain pants, right? <laughs> so again, 17 years old, I thought that would be a great idea. I don't know why, oh but you know, it's like when the class clown just don't know when to stop, right? <laughs> so... I'm walking around campus, you know what I mean? It's it's whatever to me. At some point, it gets hot, and they start to get foggy, you know what I'm saying? Which is, you know, I guess it's fine. Yeah, yeah. My pants are fogging up, which is cool, whatever. I did. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your pants still what? <laughs> Your pants still what? Your pants still what, JP? Hey, I'm not here for your entertainment, bro. I'm not, I'm I'm not here. Asking, I'm asking your pants still what? What's your pants do? Say it again. They got, they got foggy. foggy. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Hot. It was hot. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Your pants get foggy. Oh, my um, gosh. Needless to say, I didn't get the attention I hoped for. And the only comment I heard somebody say was like, oh, he could at least have some matching drawers on. I was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I guess my draw should have matched my shirt. I didn't. I didn't think. Uh, I wasn't. Wasn't thinking that far down. Oh. Um. So, in that moment, yes, I got the rain pants because I wanted to keep my my clothes dry. I decided to take it up a notch. Like you know what? Hey, I need some attention today. I'm a, I'm gonna be a fashion icon. I'm gonna wear these Sheesh. with just my drawers on. You know what I'm saying? Sheesh. Um. Nobody loved me enough to say don't do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, what the girl, I think the girl that actually wanted to see me actually is the one that said at least he could have had on matching drawers. I was like, oh crap, well, that didn't work. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> That's not what I thought she would say. Uh, but all right, well, there goes that. Oh, so, gosh. In, in my moment of, of seeking some attention, uh, you know, didn't, didn't quite go as I planned. Are you done? I'm, I'm thinking about my curry moments now. So now I'm like, <laughs> about to get vulnerable. Um, oh, you're oh you're about to get vulnerable that because that wasn't for me, but okay. No, right. it was, it was, it was. It's just funny. It's yeah. funny. It's just funny. Sure. Um, yeah. So, so one of my curry moments, and I don't even know if I've ever told this story. So, oh. shout out, to, bro. Listen, this is true. This is like a like a legit true story. So, my freshman year in college, you know, I get there, and and I may have told you this in high school. I was a man, you know. Um, 
You know, I don't mean that to be prideful. I don't mean that to say like. Notice know, my silence. Notice my silence. You're the man. I got well, you. It's the truth. Oh, no, it's the truth. I'm not. I'm not making that up, right? <laughs> and so, yeah. So I got to college, and you know, you think your equity somewhere is going to transfer if you don't know anything about, you know, undergrad. If you were someone in, you know, high school and you know, very popular and known, that doesn't transfer into college. So it doesn't transfer in undergrad. You walk around on campus with your, you know, letterman on, all that. It doesn't mean anything. It actually means nothing in college. Yep. So I get to college thinking that my equity is going to transfer and realizing that my little high school letterman wasn't nothing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it occurred to me very quickly that I needed to reestablish lots of my equity because I needed to show them who I was, right? Um, you know, I'm new and I'm a freshman. I'm going to show them what, who I was. So they had a talent show at the in the union, okay? Oh, you laughing now? Oh, cool. you missed the funny. You got missed the funnies, right? Uh-huh. And in high school, one of the ways that I helped create um, space for my popularity, this was back in the day when dude was like, this is after graffiti and all that stuff. This is what people were like, pop locking and doing all kinds of like dances and, you know, gaining prominence through their ability to do the next popular dance. So I had a talent show and, you know, they were taking random. So bad. It's so bad though, bro. So listen, so I don't know. Do you remember the dance when people, they, they would get on their head and they were like, oh, <laughs> look, so they basically, it's called a P-pop, right? So like, you can't, <laughs> JP, hey, no, don't laugh at my pain. So listen, so listen, so I get on the stage, run up to the stage, and the announcer goes, this is my freshman year's <laughs> So look, the announcer goes, <laughs> we're looking for the next, <laughs> next act. So I run on the stage. This is no lie. I run on the stage, I'm 18 years old, and the music comes on, and I go into my little dance, right? So nobody's really paying attention at first until I went into <laughs> my secret mode. <laughs> the headstand. I look up people the headstand. JP. <laughs> What I didn't know that day. <laughs> no, listen, you gotta hear this. Bro. Listen, what I didn't know that day, they had waxed that stage. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Joe, listen, so here I am. I'm about to do a headstand on a stage. <laughs> they waxed it. <laughs> oh, my. I'm my head. <laughs> this is bad, bro. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm, I'm with you, bro. These are tears of uh, of pain. Oh. 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 Uh, so listen. So listen. So I put my head on the stage, JP. And I'm going <laughs> to mute my mic. I'm going to mute my mic, man. I'm going to mute it. Listen. 
to the moment of my stage. Bro, I went down and all of a sudden my head went sideways. <laughs> and and I must have it, it I listen, listen, bro. If you ever try to do a headstand in a dance, JP's on mute, y'all. And your neck separates from your body. I literally <laughs> 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 so listen, JP. Yes, yes. I have listen, bro. I've never been so embarrassed in my life. <laughs> I had my curry moment, bro. My curry was spicy that day, bro. It was extra my, spicy, bro. Bro, my curry was extra spicy that day. Those peppers, that was and those walk, peppers. Bro, listen, I had to walk off that stage embarrassed, bro. It's like literally one of the most embarrassing times. And so Mm, when I mm. say I've had my curry moments, mm, bro, mm. I've had my curry moments, bro. bro Talk to somebody. Neck separated from your head, though. We ain't just gonna pass that. Come on, man. Come on, man. Let's move past it, man. Okay, chiropractor. chiropractor. Okay. <laughs> Look, man. I needed a chiropractor after that, bro. Listen. Talk to us about the curry moments that you see in the culture. What do you see? What are some curry moments as you laugh at my pain in oh, the culture? That you see? Support. Go ahead. I mean, it's every day, bro. Um, the funny part about it is, or not funny, I don't know, a sad part, whatever, but oh we, we we talk about it. We, I mean, we haven't had a thirst trap episode because it's kind of that phrase has kind of died out. But like uh -huh. people are still thirst trapping, right? I mean, it's it's it, if it's not from like I told you about the 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 meme where the guy is taking a selfie, like his head is in the sand and he's pretending that he's at the beach, but when they zoom out, he's at a sand trap at, at the golf course. We we've talked about mm. that, right? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this there's this meme, there's this guy, he's like, Yeah, best vacation ever, you know, selfie with the sand underneath him. But then they zoom out from the picture and the dude is like a caddy at a golf course and he's just putting his head in the sand trap and only taking the picture from the neck up to make it seem like he's actually at the beach. Right. Hilarious. So what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that there is a a the culture that exists right now with social media and and trying to fit in and, and trying clout to chasing. clout chasing, you know, all of that type of stuff is that it happens on an everyday basis. And it it it's it's just more like worldwide than it had been in times past, right? So you put something on the internet, it's there. You put something on social media, it's there. It's there forever. And so I think that we're having more regular uh, curry moments, but it doesn't get. It depends on how much I guess how many followers you have, whether or not it becomes viral or it becomes a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 like we. I put up a post and it's a curry moment and my friends that know me like, oh, that's embarrassing. Why is this dude doing this? You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's a cry for attention or cry for help. But unless you have a national platform like this lady with however many millions of followers she has. Exactly it's, right. Right. It's, it's not a big thing when we do it, but it's a big thing when somebody like that does it. But it happens every day with regular people all the time. It's just that we don't have anybody to call us out when that happens. Right. Mm. Or it doesn't gain as much national attention when somebody regular like you and me do it. And so I think that's part of the issue is that man, this is something Ooh, that regular happened. me you. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I'm more regular than you. You you Go are ahead. high block champion. Um, Go ahead, you, you have a blue check. You got a blue check. Don't you got a blue check? Not yet, man. Twitter's tripping, bro. Okay, tripping. okay. All right. Go ahead. Well, that's tripping. Okay. Go ahead. My bad. All right. Um. So basically, what I'm saying is that these things happen very often mm. by everyday people. And the problem is, it's all about seeking attention. It's all about the likes. It's all about the 
the the retweets and the thumbs up. Have you heard that Instagram, I believe, is thinking about hiding likes because they're trying to figure out whether or not what they're doing is damaging the people on an emotional, psychological level. Um, mm. And so they're, they are thinking about stopping people or, or, or yeah, like it's not going to be instituted just yet, but they're thinking about implementing something where they hide the likes um, because they're trying to reverse the wrongs of social media or whatever. And I don't know if you also saw that other video where that girl got her YouTube page scrubbed or something like that. And she went on this whole thing about, I'm nothing without my followers. If I don't have my followers, I'm nothing, blah, 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 blah. Like this thing, like, like she was ready to end her life because well, she, she getting paid. She probably was getting paid. Yeah, yeah, she was getting paid. Matter of fact, because that was her whole thing. She was like, this is my livelihood and this is what I'm doing. I can't get a nine to five. I can't get a regular job. This is all I'm good at. I've tried before. And when it's this whole story, but I used to be a stripper, like all this TMI, like way too much information. But the whole idea is that, like, yo, she's nothing without her followers. She's nothing without this this social media platform. She has no other skills outside of this. And therefore, she needs to let the world know that if she doesn't get her following back, she's probably ready to end her life. Wow. It's a, that, I mean, it's, it's sad and it's serious at the same time. But I feel like, you know, most regular people probably aren't that far down the line when it comes to this whole like Aisha moments and looking for attention. And I don't want people to confuse the idea that we are saying directly that all Aisha Curry was doing was looking for attention in this moment. We're just drawing the parallel of when people do things like this, it can be a cry for attention. And Steph, if you listen to this, focus on playoffs, bro. Please, bro. Please. I'm trying to get on please, that float, bro. <laughs> please, just <laughs> bro, please focus on the playoffs. Listen, we just talking, bro. This is talk radio. <laughs> Go ahead. Continue on, JP. Continue on. So we just Go have ahead. to be we have to be mindful. We have to understand that these things can get the best of us. We can mm. find ourselves in inadvertently crying out for attention, inadvertently doing things that make us seem desperate, inadvertently walking around with, with see-through pants on. Um, running to the stages, trying to be the next uh, who's got talent, um, and then breaking our necks, <laughs> and we can really put ourselves in a in a in a bad situation, all for the sake of wanting, needing, expressing the fact that we need attention, um, and yeah. it's an unhealthy place to be in. And again, I'm not saying Aisha Curry is unhealthy. What I am saying is that we have to be careful as everyday citizens not to get caught in a place where we are willing to lose not even lose our dignity, but put ourselves out there in a way that's not cool for the sake of getting some attention. Mm, that's good, man. I think um, part of this idea of gaining attention has to do with feeling valued for who you are and believing that despite where you are, right? You know, too often times we have unresolved traumas and we are looking for things. I, I think one of the outcomes of this situation is you know, you ever heard the phrase, don't ask for something because you just might get it? Yeah, yes, yes. One of the things that I think we think we want is, I think we want certain attentions until it costs us something for real, right? Like, I, one of my favorite phrases, don't envy a person's lane and their growth and progress unless you're also willing to carry their burdens, right? So we say like, oh, I want to be rich. I want to be famous. Yeah, have you had paparazzi around? Right, right. Can't go had, to the restaurant. That's exactly right. Have you been in a situation where everybody you know and have come into contact with is hounding you for money because they have real life situations? Right, like 
Don't envy a person's lane unless you're also willing to carry their burdens. I think that's what I see in culture, right? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, this idea that, you know, you want relationship goals and all this stuff, you don't want to be relationship goals because you struggle to like your roommate, mm. right? You struggle to be friends with a person of the opposite sex. You don't yeah. want relationship goals. You don't want to be single and having to think through all the nuances of what it means to be healthy without a clear relational connection that can uproot things that mm-hmm. expose stuff in your life and then you willfully deal with. You don't want that. You don't want a situation where people are chasing clout and you're not sure if you are just a part of that journey. You don't want to be those things. And so what I think part of the the thing that I would emphasize especially when we start moving towards application, is contentment, right? And when I say contentment, here's what I don't mean. I don't mean complacency, right? Contentment is being satisfied with where you are in this season. Complacency is being satisfied with the lack of growth in this season, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just think that too many of us need to learn how to be content and not complacent. And that means that whatever you are, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you have certain giftings, whether you don't, learning to celebrate who you are, because just like what we see in this controversy, when you say, I'm unhappy in those ways, there is an entire group of people that are saying, what's wrong with you? Why Mm -hmm. don't you appreciate the fact that your spouse is bringing hundreds of millions of dollars to the table? is faithful to you mm-hmm. and is in desires, you know, to be with you only, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there's always someone who's willing and ready to say that. And, and what I would say is our job is to focus in on just being content in those things. Again, and, and, and I appreciate you saying this too, JP. We're not trying to conflate somebody being vulnerable in a moment with their lack of total discontent, them being totally discontent. I think mm-hmm. just using it as as a a um a catalyst for the conversation to say no matter what season of life you're in rich poor you know female male single married situationship because you know those exist as well mm-hmm. you learning to find contentment and not envy others will keep you from looking um for your curry moment JP as we wrap up what are some some ways for us to avoid living in that curry moment. One of the underlying issues that I think, I don't know if anybody's saying this, is that you have to understand the nature of their relationship first um, before you can even begin to process what is happening. So you have someone who's married to a person who's on the road, how many months out of the year? What, when does the basketball season start? Like, they have like 80-something 80, 80 games. So 80, like- it's 82 games, right? So, And if he's going deep into the playoffs, going to the finals, like he's been the last, what, four or five years. So that's, I mean, that's like eight to 10 months. You know what I'm saying? Of Well, maybe not eight to 10 months. Maybe like six to eight months out of the year because half the games are at home or whatever, but, you, but you're gone, right? And so you have someone who has a husband who cannot be there all day, every day, talking sweet nothings, looking to her eyes, holding her hands, making her feel loved and appreciated in person, Mm. right? You can do it over the phone. You can do a Skype. You can do, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's nothing like that 
that that personal touch, right? There's nothing like having someone in your face, in your home, laying in the bed with you, cooking in the kitchen with you, showing you affection, touching you, tickling you, you know, being romantic, all that good stuff, right? So I think that if Aisha had said, hey, if she had laid the table out like that and then jumped into her saying, hey, and the fact that this dude has groupies and the fact that I don't know what's going on when right, right? And I don't know what's going on when he's on the road. It can lead one to being insecure. Not that she, I'm not saying that she had to say this, but I think that in order to avoid the naysayers, it might have behooved her to kind of lead with that, right? To kind of give more of a, more of a, I don't know, to, to lay the table more so just saying he's got groupies and I don't, and I wish I had some. Like, cause that's, cause that's kind of way, the way it sounds. And so again, I'm not giving her advice. I'm not her publicist. I'm not the PR team. But what I'm saying is for us as people, we have to understand the nature of the relationships we're in. If you marry someone or get in a relationship with someone that's an entertainer, that's an athlete, that's a businessman, somebody that travels for a living, you have to come to terms with that before you say, I do. Mm. You have to understand the nature of that person's occupation before you say, hey, man, I want to make a lifelong commitment to you. If you know somewhere down the line that, hey, man, I have, or maybe, and if you don't know, so I could take that back, because sometimes people don't know they have insecurities about being alone or not being with their spouse until they actually get into that, you know, full-fledged or whatever, right? But I think the idea is that, hey, this that might have been a better conversation to have with her uh, psychologist, with a therapist, with her life coach, with her best friends, than they're putting herself out there on on national television like that, right, on the internet. Just in a sense of, I don't know, I, 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 I'm I feeling like some I'm going to get emails, but it happens, right? Uh, you are. Um, make sure you send them to cjohnroy at gmail.com. No, go ahead. Um, so just, just wrapping up, it's, 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 it's we as people have to understand our insecurities. We have to have healthy conversations with our, our loved ones. We have to help people understand where we are before we start before we get caught up in the curry soup, before we find ourselves in a situation where, man, my wife doesn't pay me any attention. Let me go to work and flirt with these coworkers, right? You know what I'm saying? Man, my 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 wife um, isn't as intimate with me as I would like her to be. So let me just start wandering on these these internet, tw- you know, holes. Let me, let me jump on Instagram real quick. Let me go look at these swimsuit editions. Let me, the next thing you know, you're, you know, 10, 10 toes deep into some pornography, right? So we have to cut things off at the head, acknowledge them, have these conversations with our loved ones, have these conversations with our life coaches, have these conversations with our best friends so we don't find ourselves in some public arena, be it at work, be it the internet, be it social media, whatever, looking for attention or making statements that perk people's ears up. Because I'm sure everybody's sliding in Aisha Curry's DMs right now and Steph Curry. Right now, as we speak. As we speak, bro. Some dude is like, hey, girl, I cook for you. Some chick is like, hey, bro, hey, she out here tripping. I'll make sure that you that that you get the attention that you need since she ain't getting the attention she needs, right? There's some DM slides happening. Um, so I'm saying before you put yourself out there, before you put your spouse at risk to be get hit on unnecessarily, have those conversations, check in with somebody, and just make sure that you're being honest with yourself, man. The problem is you. The problem is always us. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We like to make them external. We like to make them somebody else, but but we're the problem. And so um, if I was Aisha's partner, I would say, hey, girls, what's going on with you? What's happening with you? Um, and how do we get to the bottom of this? How do we fix this thing for you? Man, that's amazing. Yeah, so if you're listening and you go, man, this is a lot. Um, I'm in some curry soup right now, and I need um, some help. Make sure you visit the buildabetterus.com website. Um, also, um, if you're listening, make sure you share, rate, and leave us a review. Uh, we really appreciate that. 
at BJ116. And you can find JP at C John Yes. S E E J O N R O A R. And our job is to help you become a better you so that we become a better us. Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast.